that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast, talking up my ass. Hope you're having a happy Mardi Gras. Uh, my guest is Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, and we're talking about Breeze's retirement and who's the GOAT and all kinds of cool stuff. So y'all stick around. Ken Trahan right after this. Who that said ain't gonna be no Mardi Gras? You can't stop the Mardi Gras. You can stop a parade, but you can't stop the spirit. It's just gonna be a little different, that's all. And if you're still a little confused on how you're gonna celebrate Fat Tuesday, just go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and they'll hook you up with whoever you need to hook up with to see the floats, the music, the Mardi Gras Indians, the food, the history, and whatever else you need to make your Mardi Gras just as special as if nothing has changed. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez le bon temps rouler. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Bradner, the guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brander does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brander, 345-1111. Spud here. On Friday, two friends told me they had COVID. Monday evening, I started feeling punky. Tuesday morning at 6.30, I was at Rapid Urgent Care getting tested, and by 7 o'clock, I was quarantined. Don't fool around. If you have any symptoms, let the professionals at Rapid Urgent Care diagnose your condition. They've got you covered with eight clinics from Baton Rouge to Bogalusa, from Metairie to Mandeville. You can even visit a doctor online. Mask up and get yourself and your loved ones tested at Rapid Urgent Care. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find the clinic nearest you. Okay, so I'm talking to uh, Crescent City sports magnate Ken Trahan, who I was just before recording saying how much I envy him. And he goes, oh, God, don't envy me, man. But I do envy you, Trahan, and, I, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Number one, you do what you like. You, you, you love sports, and you've been able to make a living doing it. I mean, you know, you ain't Drew Brees rich, but you're making a living doing what you're doing. And the fact of the matter is, you're very, very good at it. You, I have never, never asked you a question that you had to go, oh, I got to get back at you out there. And it, maybe it's right. because I'm a moron and don't know doodly squat about sports. But, yep. you know, I, you're, you're always one of my favorite interviews because you always got answers and I don't have to pull teeth to get you to talk, you know. So that's, that's why I'm glad you're able to join me today. So that being said... Uh, happy, uh, no Mardi Gras to you there, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, man. I'm, I'm trying to find some purple, green, and gold here. So yeah. all good. Trying to celebrate it in some kind of fashion anyway. Well, you know, <clears throat> I think what we're going to do, because normally we, we literally, we would dress up Mardi Gras day, Mardi Gras morning. We'd get up very early and we'd drive down and park in a quarter over about a mint. And we'd just start yeah. walking through the quarter. We'd catch all the walking crews. We'd walk up to St. Charles Avenue. We'd catch Rex and Zulu. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we'd go have a really nice brunch. And, uh, I mean, when we were at, when, when I was on uh, KKND, I mean, they were on St. Charles. They had a balcony, the whole shebang, you know, so we could yep. park there and all kinds. But still, we would wander around, find a nice restaurant, and have a nice brunch. And then by, say, 1 o'clock, 1.30, we're gone. And let the, uh, let the cuckoos come out, you know? So, Work uh, perfectly. 
I don't know what we're going to do. The, the family is talking about decorating my pickup truck and we'll ride around the neighborhood and throw beads at strangers. But <clears throat> I don't know. And maybe that's just because I got so many beads in my attic is trying to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, you, you and I both, buddy. Yeah, man. Well, that's insulation, dude. I mean, what's, what's a better insulation than newspaper and cheap plastic beads? <laughs> Ken Trahan, Crescent City Sports, and it's CrescentCitySports.com. You can go to to find out all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so let's talk. I got two main things I want to ask you, and they both kind of have to do with Breeze. Okay. Uh, so let's let's start with, um, okay, Breeze is now reworking his contract from like $20 million or $22 million a year down to one75 in case he's going to retire and and try, you know, and, and help the team out. And my first thing right. was, dude, if you're going to retire, just retire. What are you going to open three more Jimmy Johns with that money? I mean, $1.75 million to walk away? How come you can't just go, oh, yeah, screw it. I've done enough. I quit and then just call it a day like that. Well, it's all it's all about legal rules and how you're able to construct your finances prior to certain dates. There's all kinds of dates and all kinds of regulations about the rules financially in the league. So by doing this, they they save themselves significant money. And he's a team player. He's going to help them in any way he can. I don't think it changes anything. I think he's going to retire, and that announcement is likely coming. If not this week, then next week. He wanted to wait until the Super Bowl was out of the way, which is the NFL's biggest showcase, which, by yeah. the way, the game sucked. But that's another story. Well, so, that's something else I want to talk about, too. <laughs> so, so with that in mind, I think he's he didn't want to upstage anybody, and rightfully so. I don't think he's having second thoughts. He did last season. After last season, he was going to retire. He had made up his mind, mm -hmm. but then he changed his mind. And I think the longer it goes on and goes down the road, the more of a chance that he could be swayed. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think a year later, with serious injuries, with a great job waiting for him in network television, I think he's done. Well, yeah, I mean, and his great job is what, calling games for Notre Dame? What's the deal? That's... Well, he's got, he's, got, he's got opportunities to do NFL stuff, too. So when you're under contract to a network, they can use you for different things, yeah. several different things. And so he's probably going to he's gonna probably warm up doing games like that before he hits the, 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 the big thing? You know? Yeah, my, my guess is he's probably going to be a very good analyst because he obviously knows the game incredibly well, and he's very well-spoken as well, and he's also a, a diplomat. So I think those things will probably serve him well in that capacity, and my suspicion is it's going to come much sooner than later. Fit him in where, though? They got so many panels and such out there now. I mean, it's like, are well, they... They make, look, they, they've got guys that they identify as players that they think are going to be very good, and they go out and they cut deals with them before they're even done in, uh, oftentimes. Now, mm -hmm. that seems to be the way they're going down this road, and that certainly was the case with Breeze. Uh, there was no way he was... Uh, there was a guarantee that he was going to quit after last year. He didn't, and the network already cut him a deal. Now, if he comes back and plays again, my guess is that network might rescind the deal because how long are you going to wait for somebody? Yeah. So I think that's another reason why he's going to quit. Uh, and, and Yeah, but you know what? I mean, if, if he – if okay, so he cut a deal with, quote, unquote, the network, which I'm assuming yeah. is NBC, but I'm not sure. NBC, yes. It is NBC? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't think Fox will jump in and go, well, we'll take him. We'll wait two more years for Breeze or, or CBS well, yeah, or ESPN or NFL sure. Network. Yeah, sure. I think there's always that possibility. But uh, given the bird in the hand, so to speak, I just don't see that happening. I think he's he's comfortable with the deal he's got. He's comfortable with having the opportunity to go ahead and move on. And look, when you endure what he endured last year with the, the pain and the injury that yeah. he, he took on, I, I think if you needed any – 
any gentle push or, or very strong nudge toward retirement, that was probably it. Well, cracked ribs and a punctured lung, and then it was three. And then you know you, you read stuff about like his wife saying, and he he paid, played through a lot of pain. And that's one thing about Breeze. I mean, you kind of could see it when they were coming at him, and when he got sacked again, you could see, you know, he's getting getting up a little bit slower. You could tell he was in pain when somebody hit him. But other than that, no, you couldn't really tell it, except he didn't throw as many big long bombs anymore, you know. But but it was his accuracy was still so good. So what the hell? Right, um, the accuracy was the main thing, and, and making good decisions because he he clearly couldn't get the ball down the field anymore. So. Not well, but cracked ribs and a punctured lung, not to mention. And, I mean, and being over 40 years old. So and he survived, he survived a, a, what would normally be a shoulder-ending injury. Uh, his, you know, what it was, his, his last game with the Chargers or something like that? Well, yeah. He, I mean, that's why he was available. Yeah. The Dolphins had a chance to get him, and their doctors did not pass him. They didn't think he could, his shoulder would hold up. But Dr. James Andrews and his people did a great job. Of repairing, and that of course changed the, the fortunes of both franchises. Yeah, yeah actually, I was talking to Tim Finney practice. about that. Tim Finney said, "Yeah, I'm the one who told him. So, yeah, take him. He's good." Yeah, so, yeah, smart move on his part. Yeah, very smart. All right, well then, uh, okay. So, so Breeze is probably going to retire, and again, they're reducing his salary to 1.75. I mean, that's he's doing that because that's league rules. He's not doing it, you know. I mean, if he if he could, would he just go? What's the league minimum? 300 G's? I'll just take the 300 G's. Yeah. You know, that's just, another Jimmy again, Johns. What the hell? Well, again, it's just, it's protocol. That's all it is. It, mm-hmm. It's all, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that he's going to either play or he's going to retire. And of course, no one thinks he's going to play. So it's just a formality with that kind of move that was made to get to a certain number before a certain point in time. That's all going to change when he retires. So again, like I said before, pay little attention to that. Just keep your eyes on the prize as to when he's going to make his announcement. That's it. Okay, that's cool. Well, he'll probably do it after. Yeah, like you said, he waited till after uh, the Super Bowl because he didn't want to interfere with that. And, you know, he's going to wait after no Mardi Gras. So, uh, <laughs> um, if, okay. All right, you know what? Yeah. Let's get to it. Who's the GOAT? Okay. Is he the GOAT or is Brady the GOAT? Well, Tom Brady's easily the, the best player to ever play the game. He's not even close. Uh, the guy's been to 10 Super Bowls. He's won seven. He's a Super Bowl MVP five-time, league MVP three times. I don't know what else you have to do. And he's done it with two different franchises, which is absolutely remarkable. And let's not forget, Tampa Bay was a perennial losing team before this season. Now they became an all-star team with all the guys. that. But, again, that's all about Tom Brady. Yeah. Why did Antonio Brown want to come back and play for the Buccaneers? Why did Leonard Fournette want to play for the Buccaneers? Why did Rob Gronkowski want to play for the Buccaneers? Those were all guys that were not there prior to Tom Brady coming on board. Mm-hmm. So when you have a marquee player deciding that he wants to play in a certain locality, has an unbelievable track record, he's going to get people to follow him. It's a very similar dynamic to what we see in the NBA all the time. Most notably, New Orleans fans would understand that with Anthony Davis, who wanted to go play with LeBron James. So anytime you see greatness, anytime you see a chance to further your career and have a chance to win a championship, you're going to attract people to come. And that's what Brady does. I mean, look, this guy is a magnetic figure. He's a proven commodity. He understands what it takes to win. He executes. And to see him doing what he's doing at his age is absolutely remarkable. And I don't want to overstate the case. And I know there's some there's people either love or hate Brady, you know, whether it's because mm-hmm. he wins championships or they don't like the Patriots or they don't like politics or whatever the heck it is. I could care less about any of those things. My evaluation is all about how people perform. 
and this guy's the best that ever played the game. And well, but the thing that, of it is, though, otherwise it's crazy. You you but you look at it. I guess it mean. I guess it's it it's from where you look at it. It's a team sport, so it's like Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team, and so and and New England and the Saints team. But at the individual level, doesn't Breeze's uh, numbers surpass everybody? I mean, he's only got one Super Bowl ring, but his his numbers are just beyond approaching. I mean, he's got way better numbers than Brady does, but he don't. You know, it's a team effort. So that's why I'm wondering if the greatest of all time is an individual thing or a team thing. Well, Brady has better numbers than Breeze in some categories, so that's actually not true. But uh, And it's going only going to get better. Brady has more touchdown passes. Uh, Brady had played in much, much different conditions, playing outdoors in New England in the cold and than Drew Brees played in the Superdome. And that's not to take anything away from Breeze at all. He's fantastic. He's truly one of the ten best, if not one of the five best, arguably, that ever played the game. But he's not Tom Brady. I mean, nobody is. So that's not a slight at all. It's yeah. simply stating how great Brady is. It's that simple. Look, again, I take off my – my rose-colored glasses or take off my, my, you know, my black eye and my gold eye when I look at this because my job is to evaluate fairly and without any With, prejudice and objectivity. There's no question that Tom Brady is the best I'd ever played the game. It's not even, well, it's not I, even a discussion. And that's, that's why I asked you to come on. i got to step away for a second. When we come back, though, we'll pick it up right there and we'll talk about the future of the, uh, the NFL and maybe by next year they uh, won't have to pay fines for their masks slipping over their nose. Ken Trahan is my guest here on the Spudcast Podcast, talking out my ass. And we're talking sports, talking breeze, and uh, all that and more here uh, right after this. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem, home team elevation. End the worry, stop insurance rate hikes, get your flooding problem fixed now with the home team advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the home team, you're the MVP, so don't wait, elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. Hey, what you gonna do this weekend? You can't go dancing and go to the show because the Corona Cootie's back with a vengeance. Oh, I got an idea. Go fishing. Yeah, get yourself a licensed and insured guide on lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. And at lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos galore from all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. And we're back on the Spudcast podcast talking on my ass with Ken Trahan, who uh, is at CrescentCitySports.com. How long have you had Crescent City Sports, Ken? I, I don't know if I ever asked you this. I mean, you've been doing this stuff. Hell, I, you know, your name was like one of the ones bandied around all over the place uh, when I first got into radio. And that was good. 16, 17, 18 years ago, something like that. How long have you been doing Crescent City Sports? We launched the site at the beginning of 2008. Uh, at the time, as NewOrleans.com Sports, we've had three iterations. It was NewOrleans.com Sports, then it was Sports NOLA, and then we we went to CrescentCitySports.com in, in uh, 2017. So the answer is over 12 years now. So, uh, look, we we saw the future back in 2007. We, uh, my my friends uh, Bill Hammock and Don Jones, that that are the owners of all the wonderful restaurants from uh, Herb Saint to Koshan to Pesh, uh, and others, uh, approached me and and pitched the idea to me and said, look, you know, we need to get ahead of the curve. Newspapers are going to start fading, fading. We want to launch a sports website that incurs, uh, you know, incredible following that has 
and inclusivity of games, of stories every day, of excellent writers, of audio, of video, everything. And they saw the future, and I saw it too, and they pitched me on it, and I bought it. And, of course, I was doing radio at the time and programming a station aside from doing shows, and I, I gave up the programming end of it so that I could dedicate myself to owning, to operating the CrescentCitySports.com. It was the best decision I ever made because, again, everybody has gone in that direction, right? We were kind of ahead of the curve and got started before people did, and that's why we've been blessed. And, of course, the biggest thing is has little or nothing to do with me. It has to do with surrounding yourself with good people that do an excellent job, and that's truly what has sustained us. Well, I'm doing a podcast, but it's just me. <laughs> there you I mean, go. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, my wife is the one who actually set it up so I can, uh, you know, go on uh, national things and 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 spread it around to my Facebook pages and everything else. But other, I mean, I book the talent. I I do the research. Uh, sometimes I don't do any research. I'll tell you the truth, Ken. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't uh, right. because I because I, I you know I could I could come up with pages and pages and pages of stuff to read, and I find. I find things are better with just a conversation. You know, I mean, I have a basic understanding of what's going on, so I know what questions I can use to start the the conversation going in a certain direction. But see, that's another right. reason why I like talking to you, is because you know, you you like like you said, you take off your black and gold glasses and you look at it objectively, and and that's and that that always leads to a better conversation. That's I prefer to re- refer to these as conversations than interviews, even though technically that's what they are. But right. I just, I just, just soon sit around bullshit with you, you know, it make, makes for a, a much friendlier thing. And, and that's all I'm trying to do. I am trying to entertain and inform my listeners. And well, well done. Well, there you go. Okay. Good, good, good goal. Way to approach it. That's a winner. Yeah. Well, that's just it too. I mean, sometimes look, I can, I played Huey Long for 31 years. Okay. People ask me if I'm going to do it again. I'm going, I did 31 years. What were you waiting for? You know, you'll go, man, I I missed that show. Dude, I mean, come on. I've played it from here to New York. How many different venues do I got to wait for you? But I, in my research, I read some interesting books. I watched as much video as I could, but the absolute best book is called Huey Long. And it's by uh, uh, T. Harry Williams. It was, but it was his doctoral thesis. And it's right. filled, just filled with fascinating stories. And the, and it's all true. But it's a doctoral right. thesis. It's like, oh, my God, you really got to be looking for the information and forget about, you know, this ain't no novel by any stretch. It's just like drone information, <laughs> drone, drone some more, you know. There you go. I mean, but I mean, I was I had studied him so much that I was able to do it. And people who've read that book go, man, it is fascinating. But it like, God. Oh, gone. It took me like a year and a half to get through this thing. And it is two inches thick, but still, oh my God. Drone. So anyway, that's why I try not to do this, but, uh, so let's get, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Now that I've, now that I've filled a lot of time here, let's get back to it. Okay. Um, yeah. so, so, um, the rules with the NFL, I, I still say there's a bias against the saints. I think they got a thing for, uh, I don't see necessarily got a thing for Drew Brees. But uh, I think they got a thing for uh, Sean Payton, and I think they got a thing for and I uh, what's his face? Uh, I spoke to uh, maybe I shouldn't say his name, <coughs> Tim Brando. <coughs> yeah. And uh, and and he told me that uh, he agrees. He's from he's Shreveport boy. He told me he agrees that there is a bias against teams outside of the Northeast 
because most of the uh, that's where most of the people are. Most of the sports team, uh, sports people like yourself, but network people, uh, that's where they are. And all of their favorite teams are all up there. You know, so unless you're unless you just exude excellence, you know, they uh, they basically are mocking you. You know, I mean, when when uh, when we had the thing with the uh, the Rams and the just absolute flagrant pass interference that was that was uh. Oh no, that wasn't it. You know that that thing we all bitched about for two seasons. I mean, mm-hmm. Tony Romo uh, came out and said, "Oh man, that that ain't right." But that's unusual. Usually, Tony Romo was ragging on us. I I just I don't know. I mean, is there? I, I know it doesn't really affect the team on the field when they're playing, but I can't help but think that some of these guys get on their Twitter accounts or read some of the comments that some of the press makes and just goes, "Man, get your ass out on the field. Let's see what you got to say." You know. No, I hear you. Look, I think there is a bias against Sean Payton. I can't say specifically that there is against the Saints, but it's very clear that the commissioner, Roger Goodell, does not like Sean Payton, and the feeling is mutual. And mm-hmm. the Saints have two strikes against them already with regard to protocol and COVID-19 this year, and they might have a third based upon the m- most recent reports from NFL Network. And if that's the case, they could have more penalties coming. They already have a draft pick taken away from them, and yet – what people don't like, they understand, look, if you break the rules, you break the rules. Whether you like rules or not, rules are rules. They're in place for a reason. And again, if you're part of an organization, just like you work for certain people and you have over the years, and you know what the rules are and you blatantly disregard, well, you're going to face the consequences. So whether you like it or not, that's part of the deal. And certainly that's the case where the Saints are concerned. Now, with regard to what people are frustrated about, it's the fact that when they saw the Pittsburgh Steelers clinch playoff spot in their division they saw dancing in the locker room without masks have you seen any penalties for the Steelers no and that's just the Steelers the Steelers are a storied franchise and they're clearly a favored son of the league with the Rooney family anybody that says otherwise can't be paying attention Mm -hmm. the Saints on the other hand are just the opposite dating back to what happened in 2012 with all the harsh penalties as a result of what was commonly referred to as Bonnygate and as a result, since then, the relationship between the league and the Saints has been fractured. It's been awful. Goodell hasn't set foot in New Orleans. He doesn't. He's never come to game here. Oh, and, and well, he shouldn't. We, and if he does, he better eat room well, service. Well, most recently, ESPN in their 30-30 series did did one of those great ones on Al Davis and Pete Rozelle and their tremendous dislike for each other and their ongoing battles and wars over two decades. Well, I think we're seeing the second generation of that with Sean Payton and the Saints and the NFL to a lesser degree, but certainly it's still there because I think there is, uh, there's a common dislike there. And I think it shows up with what the league does with regard to the saints. I can't say that they're prejudiced against the saints. I mean, look, I understand why people feel that way and I respect. Oh, but you, you you said it, you said it though, kid, you said it rules are rules. And I don't care what you say. And that was so flagrant with the Rams and the pass interference. It was so flagrant. And, well, sure. and nothing that was, happened. That was, that was, that was, which, an, obvious, that was yeah. an obvious miss. The thing that troubled me about that, uh, well, obviously they missed the call. So that troubles you. But what really troubled me is that after the fact, there didn't seem to be any disciplinary action taken against not one, not two, but three guys yeah. that were officiating the game that were on the spot and could have made a call which, and did not. Which and says made, which and made says a decision a that largely determined the outcome of the game. Well, I don't know that it says that there's a bias. I think they missed the call. And oh, I think come on, playoffs, man. They were staring the right playoffs. at him. I saw the videos from that's not, that's not the point. I can't look. 
I'm yeah. not like you. I'm not like other people. I do not cast dispersions when I don't know. Do you know that for a fact? Have you spoken to those three guys? Have they told you they don't like the Saints? So we're not throwing a flag. You don't. Know I don't that. know. I don't do know I. if they neither were the I. ones. Come on. So neither do I. Well, they wouldn't talk to me anyway. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because I don't know that. I just we live in a world where everybody wants to assign blame to everything. Everybody wants to throw crap at everybody else. And it's just it to me, it's maddening because I don't live in that world and I don't conduct myself that way. Uh, I give honest opinions about things and I try to be fair minded about everything. They Which is why I have you decision. on. <laughs> they made a terrible decision not to make that call, whether there was bias or not. I can't say there was and I can't say there wasn't because I don't know what's in the minds and the hearts of those three individuals that could have made the call. But what troubled me is the fact that, you know, the league penalizes coaches all the time for infractions. They penalize players. They fine them all the time for illegal hits or, or what they wear and everything else. What's the penalty for an official? If an official makes a bad call, what's the penalty? No. Well, they're the integrity of the game. Well, their integrity yeah, just but, sucked but, because they blew the call. Therefore, where's the penalty there? Well, and that's the something else guys, too, though. The Don't same guys a... that were calling that game were back calling other games the next year. To our knowledge, there was no penalty assigned to them. But not only no penalty assigned to them, but the fact is, where's the integrity of the game if everything can be reviewed by some kind of video thing? Every touchdown's yep. got to be reviewed by New York. Uh, th- challenged plays got to be reviewed by a video guy who's watching TV, which is what we're watching. So we're seeing the sure. same stuff that they're making a call on, and and, and these some of these calls are just, you know, that that call was ridiculous. So, but like I said, Ken, that's why I have you on because you do look through a much more objective eye than I do. So well, you, you curb me. That's hey, there's no reason for that. You, you, you're entitled to your opinion. I respect it. Like I said before, you know, I've done radio for four decades, and I listen to people call in, rant and rave about everything, and that's fine uh, as long as they're not vulgar, as long as they're not incredibly offensive. I like dissenting opinions because I like to listen because you know something. When you listen, sometimes you'll learn something. I don't have all the answers, and I hear smarter thoughts and opinions than mine frequently, I'm, and I'm very readily, uh, easily admitting that because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have all the answers. I just look and I analyze to the best of my ability and based upon the experience I have to make some common opinions, and then we move on and listen to what others have to say and then thank them for their opinions, and then we, we go ahead and progress from there. Now, whether or not it changes my mind is – most of the time it doesn't, but occasionally it has changed my mind because yeah. I've listened to reason. It's no that different too. than when you nominate somebody for an award and then somebody else nominates somebody for an award and you see that the other person's nominee is better. What do you do? Vote for your lesser nominee? Hell no. You vote for the better guy. That's it because it's called being smart and it's called being fair. And that's what we try to do. Well, I'm trying to be fair too, and I appreciate it. And that's one of the reasons I have you on because you are fair. Kenny, I appreciate it, man. Have a happy Mardi Gras. Hey, listen, it's always a pleasure, Spud. Thanks for having me. Sure. All right, back with more to Spudcast right after this. Spud here for Serentine Comfort Systems. You've heard a lot of hot air out of me before. Well, now I'm talking comfortable, clean, germ-free air with the new iWave air purifier. It knocks down cooties, even COVID, from your home or business. Pathogens, allergens, particles, even smoke and odors. Wave goodbye with the iWave from Serentine. Quick install, no maintenance, 25 bucks a month. Give the gift of healthy air this year. Call Serentine Comfort Systems at 504-833-8831. 833-8831 or go to srscomfort.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. 
From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Okay, Ken Trahan, another interesting conversation who, uh, I don't want to say put me in my place because I still have my opinions. I think it was personal. I think it was some kind of that, that call. But uh, he can't play that game, and he doesn't. And I couldn't even force him into it. That's why I listen to Ken Trahan and have him on my show all the time. Anyway, thanks for joining me here uh, on a Spudcast podcast. You can reach me here on, uh, on uh, Red Circle, on Spotify, on Google Play. I'm also on uh, Twitter at SpudGotDat, at SpudGotDat. And I'm also on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big Teasy. If you're trying to reach me for any reason, like you want to be on a growing list of emails that I send this podcast directly to, or if you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, or if you just want to cuss me out, thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Back with more tomorrow. In the meantime, watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.